Hey everybody and welcome back to the Call for Freedom podcast on this Friday edition. And remember to follow me on Truth Social for any updates on the podcast. Now 1 Samuel 23, verse 27 and 28 says, But a messenger came to Saul, saying, Hurry and come, for the Philistines have invaded the land. Therefore Saul returned from pursuing David and went against the Philistines. So they called that place the Rock of Escape. David saves the city of Keilah. Now they told David, Behold, the Philistines are fighting against Keilah and are robbing the threshing floors. Therefore David inquired of the Lord, Shall I go and attack these Philistines? And the Lord said to David, Go and attack the Philistines and save Keilah. But David's men said to him, Behold, we are afraid here in Judah. How much more of, how much more than if we go to Keilah against the armies of the Philistines? Then David inquired of the Lord again, and the Lord answered him, Arise, go down to Keilah, for I will give the Philistines into your hand. And David and his men went to Keilah and fought with the Philistines and brought away their livestock and struck them with a great blow. So David saved the inhabitants of Keilah. Now take note. Notice that the Lord said, Go. Right? He told David to take action. This is going to come up later in the future when we get, when we finally get to the book of Revelation. And we start talking about Uh, the end times, right? Um, Because that's where this is all headed. And I'm going to be talking about taking action a lot as we get to the end of our studies. But let's continue. When Abiathar, the son of Ahimelech, had fled to David, to Keilah, he had come down with an ephod in his hand. Now it was told Saul that David had come to Keilah. And Saul said, God has given him into my hand, for he has shut himself in by entering a town that has gates and bars. And Saul summoned all the people of war to go down to Keilah and besiege David and his men. David knew that Saul was plotting harm against him. And he said to, the, he said to Abiathar the priest, Bring the ephod here. Then David said, O Lord, the God of Israel, your servant has surely heard that Saul seeks to come to Keilah to destroy the city on my account. Will the men of Keilah surrender me into his hand? Will Saul come down as your servant has heard? O Lord, the God of Israel, please tell your servant, And the Lord said, He will come down, 
Then David said, Will the men of Keilah surrender me and my men into the hand of Saul? And the Lord said, They will surrender you. Then David and his men, who were about six hundred, arose and departed from Keilah, and they went wherever they could go. When Saul was told that David had escaped from Keilah, he gave up the expedition. And David remained in the strongholds in the wilderness, in the hill country of the wilderness of Ziph. And Saul sought him every day, and God did not give him into his hand. David saw that Saul had come out to seek his life. David was in the wilderness of Ziph at Horesh. And Jonathan, Saul's son, rose and went to David at Horesh and strengthened his hand in God. And he said to him, Do not fear, for the hand of Saul my father shall not find you. You shall be king over Israel, and I shall be next to you. Saul my father also knows this. And the two of them made a covenant before the Lord. David remained at Horash, and Jonathan went home. Then the Ziphites went up to Saul at Gibeah, saying, Is not David hiding among us in the strongholds at Horesh, on the hill country of Hakalah, which is south of Jeshimon? Now come down, O king, according to all your heart's desire to come down, and our part shall be to surrender him to the king's hand. And Saul said, May you be blessed by the Lord, for you have had compassion on me. Go, make yet more sure. Know and see the place where his foot is, and who has seen him there, for it is told me that he is very cunning. See therefore and take note of all the lurking places where he hides, and come back to me with sure information. Then I will go with you. And if he is in the land, I will search him out among all the thousands of Judah. And they arose and went to Ziph ahead of Saul. Now David and his men were in the wilderness of Maon, in the Arabah to the south of Jeshimon. And Saul and his men went to seek him. And David was told, so he went down to the rock and lived in the wilderness of Maon. And when Saul heard that, he pursued after David in the wilderness of Maon. Saul went on one side of the mountain, and David and his men on the other side of the mountain. And David was hurrying to get away from Saul, as Saul and his men were closing in on David and his men to capture them. A messenger came to Saul, saying, Hurry and come, for the Philistines have made a raid against the land. So Saul returned from pursuing after David, and went against the Philistines. Therefore, that place was called the Rock of Escape. And David went up from there, and lived in the strongholds of En Gedi. Now verse seven or twenty-seven through twenty-eight. 
says, But a messenger came to Saul, saying, Hurry and come, for the Philistines have invaded the land. Therefore Saul returned from pursuing David and went against the Philistines. So they called that place the Rock of Escape. Now, King Saul was attacking David and his men. When a messenger came to Saul and told him that the Philistines were invading the land, Saul had no choice but to pull his army and go back and defend his own cities. David wrote of his escape and God's providential care in Psalm 54, verse 4, where he writes, Behold, God is my helper. The Lord is with those who uphold my life. David had prayed, Save me, O God, and then recognized that the hand of God had come to protect his life. In the last century, this kind of protection was called the providence of God, meaning that God provided protection at just the right moment. The lesson here is that we should look for his providential coincidences in our own life and recognize it as the hand of God. We need to become more sensitive to these God-provided providential occurrences. They usually don't come at the moment we want them, but always just in the nick of time. God provided all that was needed in David's life, even though there was trouble all around. There is an example of God providing escape even under the most radical circumstances in the life of a man named Tusamu Yamaguchi. His obituary read, Died, Tusamu Yamaguchi, 93, the only official survivor of both the Hiroshima and Nagasaki bombings. Died and went to be with the Lord, January 4th. On August 6, 1945, Yamaguchi was in Hiroshima for a business trip when the Enola Gay dropped an atomic bomb on the city. Two days later, he returned home to Nagasaki, where the second atomic bomb dropped on August 9th. This Japanese believer was protected from an atomic bomb blast twice within four days. Nothing is too hard for God. Call on him right now, just as David did so long ago. Save us, O God.